everybody, Sunny here. Before we get to the show, I just want to remind you all where you can listen to my podcast, Castle Loud Chats. I'm on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more streaming platforms. I'm even on YouTube. With YouTube, you just search for Castle Loud Chats, and every episode on my show is up there on YouTube. And now, on with the show. And welcome to Casa Loud Chats, a podcast dedicated to Nickelodeon's, the Casa Grandes, and the Loud House universe. And I'm your host, Sunny. And welcome to episode 26 of Casa Loud Chat. And it's also going to be a very special episode of my show because I have a very special guest with me here today. This person on Twitter does a lot of great art in the fandom. It is Burster MFG. Welcome to my show. Oh, absolutely. Um, it's an honor to be here. Um. I've actually wanted to be on the show for quite a while, but, you know, I've got the chance to be here. And I'm really happy to have you on. So, so first, sir, uh, there's probably not, there's probably people out there who don't know who you are. So if you can, give us a little introduction about yourself. Uh, all right. You know, I don't, I don't really mind. So, hello, everybody. For those of you who don't know who I am, my name is Burster MFG, and uh, I am an artist, and I create art of the Laudos and Casa Grandes. So, th- mainly those two shows, but I sometimes do art of other shows, so, well, sometimes, but, you know, you, but I'm mainly on Instagram and Twitter if you want to follow me, so, yeah, and yeah, I've been watching many episodes of The Loud House and Casa Grandes, and, you know, it's a good show, so, it, they're great shows. Yep, this sh- these shows are wonderful, and if, pro- if anybody knows who you are, you are a huge Ronnie and Sid fan, just from your oh, art. Oh, I'm a... I'm a huge Shadani fan. No no competition, okay? <laughs> yeah, I know. You are one of the biggest Shadani fans I know out there, and your art just set, tells it, so, I, you know, you, you just love <laughs> yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. All right, so <laughs> I am so excited to have you on, and we're going to start off with some Casa News. Alright, so this week there's not a lot of news for the Loud House and the Casa Grandes. Thank goodness, because last week I had a lot of stuff to talk about. But for this week, there isn't a lot of news that was announced. But the first piece of news is actually big news. is that the last two episodes of Season 4 of the Loud House just got announced. So we finally know the last two episodes of Season 4. And these two episodes are very interesting, to say the least. So let's talk about the first one that was announced, which is... uh. How Double Dare You? The siblings asked Lisa to help them get on Double Dare, which is actually one of the Nickelodeon uh, Nickelodeon game shows that was on for a while. And they're having another episode where they're on a game show because the last one we had was Legends of the Hidden Temple back in season two. So are you excited for this episode? Uh, I am. I actually am, really. It's. I'm always excited for new episodes with new concepts and... Uh, I think this episode is going to be interesting. Yeah. You know, we, we haven't really... I don't... I Did we get any Lisa-centered ep, centered episodes in this season? Yes, it was a Jerry Antics, the one with her and Pop-Pop. Oh, yeah, that one. So I take, we've, so we've got to find the first Lisa episode since Jerry Antics, so... 
Yeah, it's it's very interesting that the one of the last episodes of season four is a Lisa episode, and the siblings are trying to convince her to get them on this game show. Like, I guess it's because she's smart. So maybe like I I don't re remember how Double Dare works. So I, well, I kind of do because like they ask you certain questions about trivia and stuff, and then you do challenges. So maybe because they know she's the smartest in in their family, they're like, oh well, Lisa, you could get us on the show by answering questions and stuff, you know. Yeah. So yeah, that's gonna be a very exciting episode. And then the next one we have. Yeah, and then the next one we have is going to be very interesting as well. It's called Scoops On. Lenny and Lincoln secretly read Luna's diary. Uh, oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> so there's a lot to unpack on this one because Luna has a diary and Lenny and Lincoln are going to read it. How do you feel about Why? this one? How do you feel about this? It's ridiculous. Like, they don't, like... Okay, 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 okay. Like, we only know the premise, but we don't really know the episode, so maybe the episode would, could explain why Luna has a diary, but I still think the premise is, you know, extremely, pretty pretty forced and ridiculous, because, you know, why would, like, Lincoln, I mean, Lenny, Lenny can not, Lenny is not that smart, but I, but I know she wouldn't do something like this, and Lincoln... You know, he's, he's like, a really good kid, but he does make mistakes, but I don't think he'd go as far as to do something like that. Yeah, I, I really, really mix on this one, because Lincoln is my favorite character, and I do not believe he would do something like this, you know? The fact that mm -hmm. he's reading, it's privacy, someone's privacy, and it's, like, him and Lenny, of all the characters to read, I would have thought Lola would be the type of person to read someone's diary, you know? That would yeah, be I expect her. Lola to do something like this because, you know, you know, she's not really, she's not, she's obviously not a saint, so. Yeah, and, like, Luna being the one to have a diary, I thought, like, Lenny, Lenny would have a diary, you know? I, I can see her having one. Or even Lola again having a diary and everybody being, like, you know, reading it and she's getting all paranoid and stuff, but it's Luna has a diary and, like, I know some people were like, well, maybe we'll find out about Luna's love life with Sam and stuff, but the siblings already know she's I'm, I'm betting to the, I'm betting that's gonna be in the in the diary. I'm gonna bet that's gonna be in the diary. Yeah, but it's like, the siblings already know she's dating Sam, so it's not, like, a big surprise of that, so, unless exactly. they don't know, but they already do. So I don't know what it could be, where, where, what kind of secrets we'll find out about Luna. I mean, it'll be very interesting to find out what she thinks and what she writes down in her diary. But episodes like these, and I think one of them, a good example of that, well, a bad example, is that Spongebob episode called Little, Little Spongebob or Little Yellow Book, where like Squidward reads Spongebob's diary and embarrasses, embarrasses him in front of everybody. I hate this. Yeah, like the time he named his spatula Fifi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I don't like these plots of episodes because it's like, you're, this is someone's privacy and you're reading it in front of all your siblings. Like and Squidward, Squidward, he wouldn't do something to Sponge, bad, some, something bad to SpongeBob unless he, com unless Sponge, unless it was war, unless, you know, because if SpongeBob did something bad to Squidward, Squidward has something to do something bad to SpongeBob. But all SpongeBob was doing is just reading in his diary and Spongebob had no punishment, didn't, had no reason to be tortured like that. Yeah, so I'm worried that it'll be the same thing here where Lenny and Lincoln are reading her diary throughout the entire episode and Luna, like, you know, she gets upset at them, but there's, like, no punishment for them. But I'm hoping the Loud House doesn't 
does it go far, like, does it fall down that rabbit hole, you know, where they don't get punished? I, they deserve to, like, get punished and, like, you know, it's like they're, like, maybe Luna tells their parents and their parents get upset at them, you know? Yeah, we just, they, at the end of the day, I think this show is mostly fair when it comes to characters getting punished. Yeah, so, I'm like, yeah, I'm really, really scared about this one, because they're, they could go in many ways, and I'm worried that it could end up being a bad episode just because of the premise, but, you know, I said the same thing about House Flip, and that episode was mediocre at best, I'm glad it wasn't as terrible I was hoping- Who needed Flip in the- who needed Flip? <laughs> the show apparently is, he keeps showing up every five seconds in every episode, so clearly we need an episode about him. <laughs> Yeah, maybe we need, we'll, we'll probably get an episode about him in the fifth season. Oh, we are. There's going to be, like, a Christmas episode where it's going to be a parody of Christmas Carol and he's Scrooge. Oh, oh, I, I almost forgot about that. Yeah, but there's going to be a lot more flip, I know that for sure. But yeah, it's like, him and Chandler, when we talk about that episode, it's like, the two most hated characters in the show keep coming back, so... There's nothing we I'm can gonna do. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. I'm going to totally be honest with you. As much as I don't like Chandler, I don't think he there was ever a moment in the show where he just made me angry. He the worst he the worst he did was just make me face palm in annoyance. Fair enough. I mean, the one time that maybe that it made me angry was that they basically like got rid of like his whole thing on Jeers for Fears where he was like wanting to be friends with Lincoln Clyde and then all of a sudden turned around and made him a jerk again in the podcast and in Yes, exactly. It's like, okay, well, did did Jeffrey Fears mean nothing? Is it, it was it just like a pity compliment? It's like we don't know. It's like, ah, he's just he's just mean again. It's like, cause season five he's gonna have an episode two, and it's like, well, Link is going to middle school. He needs like a bully or an antagonist, so let's just do Chandler again. We got nobody for him, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those last two season four episodes. I mean, it's crazy that season four is ending so soon. Like. It, I, it's crazy how, like, season four had started last year and now it's ending here. Like, um, to get your opinion on this, how did you feel about season four of Loud House? Uh, pretty, pretty on par with the first three seasons, except, you know, just, I mean, this, I mean, there were, like, I mean, at, the, at least the episodes, I mean, the episode ideas were not overused. I will say that for, for, for most of them anyway. Yeah, I agree. Like, I feel like season four is has been the best season, mainly because we haven't had a bad episode of the show. And, like, each season's had a bad episode. This season hasn't had that. Some could say Kings of the Con, but I, I don't really think that people... Well, King, but, Kings of the Con was okay for me. I yeah. will say that. It wasn't bad. I just... It wasn't bad. I just... It was just a... It was just a... You know, it was just like a... A Clink and McCloud episode, you know. Yeah, I just like the execution wasn't as good, but I think if there's not like the majority of people who say this episode is bad this season, I think it's been a pretty solid season. So to say that we've had creative, like really a lot, lots of creative ideas this season, I feel like it's been one of my favorite seasons so far of the show. Yeah. All right, so those are the last two episodes announced for season four of The Loud House and for the Casa Grandes. We do know that there's going to be two episodes leaked out in the UK, Grand Paratrap and Miss Step. Did you hear about these episodes? Yeah. yeah, I've heard about them and they seemed they they had they seem they seem to have an interesting idea. They have interesting ideas like Ronnie and look watching watching like T like watching a channel about 
you know, and then that immediately prompts her to think Hector and Rosa's relationship will, you know, die down. I think that's an interesting premise. Yeah, like, like, my last episode, I went into an entire rant about how I feel about this episode and how scared I am about it, because just the fact that Roddy Ann was watching a relationship talk show of all the characters to think, like, oh, if, like, my, if, I, if, I, if I listen to whatever they're saying on this show, it assu- I assume that my, par- my grandparents are going to split up, and I really think it's going to be connected to a parent's divorce. That's what I'm thinking in this episode, is that... The reason that she's so scared that her parents, will, that her grandparents will divorce is because the same thing will happen, like with her parents, you know. Uh, I didn't. We, I mean, you know how Operation Dad was like the first, you know, half, you know, the first half hour special of the Casa Grandes. Yes. They've had, they could have added. They could have added. They 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 had so much to add for, and they could have added uh, an explanation of why, uh, Arturo and Marie's relationship should have been. You know, they why did they decide to be friends instead of a mar- being married, being being get back together? Yeah, like I I complained so much about Operation Dad because there was so much potential with that special, and again, it was a special with twenty two minutes. You could have explained how uh like Maria and Arturo divorced, but no, they just decided to brush it off like it's like yeah they divorce, they're better off as friends, but we don't know why because they're so awkward around each other and they can't even like shake hands or hug or anything so i really really hope in this episode we get some little hint of how the divorce affected ronnie and personally to the fact that she's like putting this onto her grandparents because i don't believe for a moment she would listen to a relationship talk show because she's she's not the type of person to care about romance you know i've said that she was probably flicking through well i well like you said she was probably flicking flicking browsing through the channels and then okay i'm gonna watch this because i'm bored yeah, exactly. So then it's like gives her the assumption that her parent, that her parents are going to divorce. It's like yeah, misunderstanding stuff. But I really, really hope this episode touches upon her feelings on her parents' divorce because clearly, in some way, even though she says, "Oh, the divorce was years ago," clearly it still affects her in some sort of way. You know. Yeah. Exactly. I mean. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, no, you you talk. No, no, you go. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay, it's cool. It's not all good. Um. You know, with Hector and Rosa's relationship, you know, Hector, he can be, he can be like, he can sometimes do stupid things, but, you know, he truly means well to Rosa. Yeah, I think he, like, especially in Karma Chameleon, when we talk about that episode, like, the one scene where he's pretend, like, he's asleep and hugging Rosa, clearly Rosa and Hector really do love each other, you know? Yeah, I kind of find that scene a little awkward, but at least it shows that they love each other. <laughs> yeah, that scene was pretty funny, but yeah, it, it just shows that they really love each other. Like, you know, clearly they get into yeah, arguments yeah. and stuff, and Rosa, you know, always has to, like, tell them to stop doing something stupid, but clearly they love each other, you know. So that's yeah. that's why I feel like the ending's gonna be where Rosa tells Ronnie and that not all relationships are going to end in disaster just because you know, couples fight and stuff. It's just, like, we get into arguments as people, so it's, like, it's not a bad com- thing. You can't compare a, an actual couple to a couple on television. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And also the yeah. other episode, Misstep, the one where Ronnie is learning that dance from Frida. Are you looking forward to that one? Uh, I think... We'll, I pr- we'll probably get to see Ronnie in a different outfit. Yes. Oh my gosh. I mean, the last. I mean, it was really cool to see her in a swimsuit outfit in Slinker Slim. Yes. 
<laughs> yes, I like, love that so much. I love when they give her a new outfit because it's just like, like you know, be, like so many people in the fandom have hinted what Ronnie Anne would look like if she wore a bathing suit. But then in the but then you look at this episode and like, oh, it's this one, and I like it. Oh gosh, I I got it right because I had I have had I had I've had a headcan that Ronnie Anne would wear a tank top and shorts. She wouldn't wear a, a one piece. And then they actually did that, and I was like, oh, did I predict this? <laughs> so it's like, oh, okay, I guess I got it right, maybe, I don't know. But yeah, like, I hope they give her a new outfit this episode, because, like, in Team Effort, they gave, she got the, the new shirt with her, her gang. So I love that she, they give her new yeah. outfits. Exactly. Exactly. Um. So yeah, so those episodes are actually going to get leaked out in the UK on June 30th and July 1st, and hopefully we'll, we'll be able to see them before they premiere yeah, in the US. Yeah, back, I thought back then the Loud House, you know, only had UK releases, but now the Casa Grandes is getting some UK releases Yeah, too. it's pretty interesting, like, I, I wonder if... You, the UK releases usually come up before the US, so we'll get to see them early. Yeah, yeah, so I'm like really, really nervous, because I feel like... If it's still happening this week, we'll probably get a promo for those two episodes, and I'm just, I'm just not ready. <laughs> I'm so scared. I'm nervous. I get nervous every time there's a new episode come on. I don't know why. Oh, me too, man. Like, every time there's a new episode, I get so, I freak out, because it's like, what's gonna happen? I'm so scared. Like, oh no, but these two episodes, it's more like, the, like, Grandparent Trap was just tailor-made for me to be terrified, you know? It's just like, why do you gotta do this to me right now? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm I'm more freaked out. I get freaked out the most when there's a new episode with Sid. Because yeah. you know Sid is my favorite character of the show. Yeah. Like, Team Effort. That that was the episode that I was most hyped up for. Oh, yeah, me too. Like, I can't wait to talk about that one. Because I think everybody was really excited for that one. So I can't wait to yeah, talk about it. including that. us. Yes, yes. <laughs> Alright, so those are going to be the new episodes coming out, and again, the Loud House ones, we don't know when they're going to be coming out, probably Jan probably July, but for the Loud House, not Loud House, but, but, but for the Casa Grandes, those will be coming out in the UK early. Uh, so then, the last piece of news, luckily the last piece of news, is just YouTube updates from the Loud House and the Casa Grandes YouTube page. So the last time I talked about the YouTube page, they uploaded, the first thing they uploaded was, anytime someone says Lily, it speeds up, a clip from the Loud House, which was, I believe from, uh, Changing the Baby, yes, Changing the Baby, in that, uh, that yeah. clip. Um, and then we had Top Dad moments from the Loud House and the Casa Grandes, which was, which was, oh. which was, yeah. No, Just a compilation of the fathers and the Lados and Casagrandes. Yep, for the for Father's Day, and then we had celebrating June Junif with Clyde in the Loud House. Juneteenth. How do you say yeah, it? and Andrew Robinson. I don't think he's gonna voice Clyde for any longer. Oh, you don't think so? Well, his voice is well. Andrew Robinson's voice got a little deeper, so. Well, when, when he... well, because we know in season five the characters are aging up. I don't think they're going to replace him. Oh, okay. That's that. That's understandable. So. Yeah, because for season five, all the characters are moving up a grade, so I don't think they're going to replace Clyde again. I mean, if they do, that'll be shocking. But no, like that was that was Andre. He did say he recorded that, so I don't think they're going to replace. Yeah, Andre him. Robinson. He he said that he's voiced Clyde since ever since like twenty seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. He. So you know, he's been voicing Clyde for a very long time. Yeah, he's less... Longer, longer, than, longer than his first one. Yes, uh, yeah. 
it, it's pretty awesome. Like, I love that he does Clyde, but yeah, I don't think he's going to get replaced. Because again, season five, it's probably the last season. They're all aged up, so I don't think they're going to replace him. <laughs> the, the last season, I hope, really? Well, yeah, it, it sounds like it for sure, because again, one, they're, mo- uh, they're all moving up a grade, and the stakes are higher. I think season five is going to be the last season. I'll be shocked that there's a season six. But I think season five is gonna be the last season because again we have we have that we have the spinoff we have a movie I think we're pretty good with content you know. <laughs> yeah, the loud yeah they're already good they're already you know the show's already pop the loudest is popular enough to get a movie to get a movie on Netflix. And a live action movie. Don't forget that's still happening. Uh, I'm not looking forward to that one to be honest. <laughs> I hope it's good, but I mean, like, if there's no live-action Ronnie, and then what's the yeah, point? I will be. I will give it a chance. I'll give it a chance to see if it's good or not. Yeah, yeah. Like the one thing I'm still curious about is with the Casa Grandes. If the Loud House characters are all moving up a grade, are the Casa Grandes gonna age up too for season two? Like, yeah, like you know, probably like Ronnie and Sid are probably not gonna be in the fifth grade anymore. Yeah. Because, again, Lincoln's moving up to 6th grade, so... And Ronnie Ann's going to come back in the show, because we know the Castagrandes are going to be visiting from time to time in Season 5, so they got to move up a grade, too. Exactly. They, 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 all have to move, they, they all have to move up a grade somehow. Yeah, alright. They're not going to be in the, same, the exact same grade. Yeah, and also with that Clyde video, too, it was actually a pretty exciting one, too, because they actually made new Clyde puppet rigs, like what they do with Lincoln and Ronnie Ann to do, like, promotional stuff. They did this with Clyde. I thought that was pretty interesting. So it makes you kind of, th- it makes you think, will they do other versions of, of these of, like, the other characters? Like, maybe we'll do, maybe they'll do, like, a Sid or, like, a Lori or something. Like, do you think they'll do other ones I like want, these? I hope they do a Sid. Yes, yeah, I hope they do a Sid. I would love that. So we get like Ronnie and Ronnie and Sid talking to each other about something, you know, one of those one of these videos. Yeah, that would, I would that should that that should definitely happen. Yep, and then the next two videos they uploaded was Clyde's uh, Clyde's two dads, which was the deleted short that they had with with Clyde and his two dads trying but, to. Oh, yeah, no, funny thing is that this. Oh, thank you. Uh, the funny thing is is that th- this short was like only released in one country but now it's released here so that that, 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 yeah and these shorts yeah these shorts were made around like season three i believe and then they were released in another country and we never got them until now we didn't think we were going to get like english versions of them but now they finally released them because they're like wait we have a channel now for la casa casa grandes oh yeah we have these shorts we never released let's just let's just release them you know so let's do that so that was pretty interesting. Oh my gosh, I completely forgot to put on the news about talking about the shorts that were released during the Loudhouse episodes. I forgot about that. I'm going to put that on the list. Almost forgot about that. That's kind of important. <laughs> yeah, there was yeah. there was new there was new shorts that premiered after the new episode of the Loudhouse of the Casta Grandes. Wow, that makes me so unprofessional. <laughs> Uh, and then the last the last uh, video they uploaded on the on the YouTube page today was the full Casa Grande's house tour, which they already uploaded a while back, which is showing a tour of the Casa Grande's apartment. Uh, did you like this video? Uh, I didn't see it yet. I oh, didn't see it yet. Oh, okay, well, it's basically Sorry, just a little tour of the the whole building of the Casa Grande's, showing where all the Casa Grande's live, their neighbors, and stuff like that. Oh, okay. 
Yep. So yeah, that's all the news for this week. There's not a lot of news this week, obviously. Um, so yes, we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about all the new episodes of The Loud House and The Casa Grandes and all the Loud House shorts that came out. The new episodes, which are Sand Hassle, Wheel and Deal, Karma Chameleon, and Team Effort. When we come back. talk about the new episodes of the Loud House and the Casa Grandes and the new Loud House shorts that came out. So let's talk about the Loud House shorts that premiered after the new episodes of the Loud House and the Casa Grandes. So this was very exciting to get all these brand new shorts because I first predicted that the shorts were going to be just the ones they put onto the Loud House page, but actually they're brand new shorts we had never seen before. So we had four of them. And um, which one of, of the four of them did you like the most? I like the Clink and McLeod one. The I like the one with Lincoln and Clyde. The the Ten Headed Beast. Yeah, the Ten Headed Beast was awesome. Why? Why'd you like that one? I don't know. I mean, it just like it's just basically some sort of like a like some sort of it's basically like you know like it's basically like Lincoln and Clyde just roll like just you know you know just you know pretending to be like these sort of superheroes and stuff and I don't know. I had a lot of problems with that one, mainly because the ending where they're playing in their underwear, and then Lola just like goes, "Mom, they're they're playing in their underwear," and then like Lola just goes, "Nice undies, McBride." <laughs> yeah, that was that was weird. Bro. That was so cringy. Like, wow, I. Uh, it's just so weird that like Lincoln has not been seen his underwear since season two reading comics. So like he's still doing it, and with Clyde, I never thought Clyde would want to do that. You know, like it just seems yeah. so awkward. <laughs> <laughs> to me, I just, I didn't, to be honest with me, I wasn't really bothered with it that much. But I understand it, I understand if you were. Yeah, it, it bothered me a lot, because one, we haven't seen Lincoln in his underwear since season two, because they stopped doing that with him reading comics in his underwear. And two, with Clyde, who I never thought would do that, and it's like in front of her sisters, and it's like, ugh. Well, <laughs> it's just... it wasn't really the first time we saw him you know, in his underwear, Clyde in his underwear. Yeah, but it's like he actually wanted to do it, you know? It's just kind of, it's just kind of weird to me, you know? (laughs) Yeah. But my favorite had to be, uh, like, some people are going to be like, really, this was your favorite one? But no, I loved King of the Chair. I think because I loved seeing all the ways the siblings could ruin uh, Dad's new chair. I loved the scene with Lincoln where, like, he was pretend, like, he was imagining the chair talking to him. The chair was like, Lincoln, come sit on me. (laughs) (laughs) And it had, like, the big eyes, and it was like, oh my gosh, what is this? Like, it was so crazy. Like, I I don't know why. I really loved that one just because, like, in the end, like, they you know, uh, fix the chair for dad so they, because they felt bad for ruining it. And I don't know, I just found that one really fun. I just like that montage scene where the Loud Siblings were breaking uh, their dad's stuff. You know, I thought that was kind of funny to me. I even love that Rita got it because, like, when he was thinking through the stuff, it's like, Rita, I found your script! <laughs> <laughs> This is like, Rita was like trying to like defend the chair, but it's like, no, you were in on it too. 
Yeah, and, and like the two other shorts too, the the Letty one, I absolutely love because we've been hearing about yeah, this film. Yes, detective. Yes, and yeah, it was in black and white. Time. Yeah, we've been hearing about this one for a long time, and I was really excited for it because I love film noir. So the fact they did an entire like parody of it with Lenny being a detective was really smart, and I just loved the aesthetic of it and the, all the characters' new outfits. I kind of wish this could have been a full episode, honestly. Yeah, you know, the weird thing is, is that, you know, at the end of the short, you know, the Nick logo appears, but it's all gray. Yes, I love that detail so much. Like, I'm glad they put some, you know, detail into that, like, to... to yeah, it was just, I love that one so much. It's really great. Like, wait, and I know when it was like, a, wait, what? My screen is gray? I gotta fix this. Like, <laughs> I thought that at first, but then, okay. And then I come back to it, and it's like, oh, everything's back to normal. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the other short put a sock into it is very interesting and very exciting because Lily actually said a sentence. She actually yes! said a sentence. Oh my gosh, that was crazy. It was awesome. I... It's like okay. I mean, yeah, Lily yeah. did. I mean, yeah, Lily did say, did say some, did say some words, but she didn't really pronounce them correctly. But you know, you know, in this, she did. I think she did. Yeah, cause like other times she'll say like one word, like she like in the little episode she's like Lily, Lola, love. But here she actually said a sentence, and then, like I feel like it's hinting, you know, season five where Lily's gonna learn to actually talk. I think, yeah, I think that's gonna be a thing. I think that's gonna be a thing. Yeah, and I like that one too because all the siblings contributed to the episode where they were putting on a little puppet show for her and Lily was so unimpressed. And I loved, like, the little callback to, like, Lincoln and Lucy from, like, Slew for Consequences or, like, uh, Wan and Luna. <laughs> Wan and Luna, like, I feel like in season five we're gonna have an episode where these two go to therapy. Like, what is up with these two, you know? They're always yeah, arguing, they're always they're fighting. They're a complicated relationship, obviously. Yeah, it's like, they need, they need some help. <laughs> We need to figure out what's up with these two. Like, if we don't get a Luan and Luna episode of season five, then that season's not going to be worth it, you know? We need an episode about them. I mean, I always thought these two were, you know, solid, solid, not, not solid, you know, like, solid, not only siblings, but friends, too. So. But it just seems like every minute they're always fighting or just arguing or just don't like each other. And it's just like, well, even when Rue and Horde, they were kind of bonding. But that's like the rare time we'd ever see them not arguing anymore. So something is up with these two. And I, we need to know what, what, what happened. Like, I really need to know. Yeah. So, yeah, the, all those shorts were all, were awesome. Like, uh, I loved all of them. Like, I'm really glad that we actually got brand new shorts instead of the ones that printed on YouTube. So... I'm, re I'm really happy that we actually got to see all of these. Yeah, I'm glad too. Yep, so those were the Loudhouse shorts appeared after the episodes. But let's talk about the episodes! So the first episodes we're going to talk about are from the Loud House. The first one being Sand Hassles. Uh, Lucy and the Mortician's Ooh. Club try to thwart plans nice. for a field, school field trip to the beach. So since you're my, my guest, I'd like you to go first. What did you think of this episode, Sand Hassles? Uh, I liked, I liked how, since Lucy's a goth, you think, like, you do realize that goths and vampires are two different things, so Lucy is perfectly c capable of having fun in the beach, like, at first she's, at first she thinks it's bad, but then at the end she's like, okay, yeah, this is really cool, but then her, but then, as well as her, as well as her other friends, they think it's cool too. Yeah, but, like, you know, mm -hmm. uh, they were, they were, you know, they, they, 
they tried to prevent, uh, they want to like, you know, there were like, there were like times where they would prevent, uh, Principal Huggins from letting them go, you know, but, you know, they still, but they, but they didn't want it, but they didn't regret it, but they regretted doing that and they're having fun at the beach, so. How about you? How did you, what did you think of the episode? I think this is one of the best Lucy episodes to date, because they actually took a chance to explore her character in a way I never thought they'd do again. Because my favorite episode with Lucy still is uh, Spell It Out from Season 2. No other episode has beat that. Oh, yeah, that episode was really good. Yeah, and so, like, this episode I thought was going to be just her and the Mortician Club ruining the, 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 the field trip. But the fact they went about it where they had Lucy actually enjoy the beach... I didn't see that coming, you know? I was like, oh, well, she actually really likes the beach and is trying to hide it from her friends that she actually enjoys doing this because when, when this episode was announced, people kept saying, wait, doesn't Lucy like the beach? Oh, like Aloha Beach where she said she liked the shark attacks? And obviously they're going to the lake. Actually, I, actually, I, actually, I shouldn't have been surprised because the, epi- the season one episode intends debate, you know, hence pretty much Lucy stated that she wants to go to the beach, yeah. but only because of shark attacks. Right. So, technically, technically, Lucy, te- so technically, this may be just nitpick, but I don't think Lucy had no reason to complain because they were going to go to the beach because, you know, she she, she, she liked going to the beach in, in a way earlier episode in season one. Well, I think maybe because she didn't want her uh, mortician club friends to know, because maybe they don't like the beach. Because like she was saying, how like oh oh oh, oh we yeah. hate sand, we hate sports and stuff like that. And also Lucy being good at sports, like I guess because you know because her her roommate is Lynn, so she must get some like Probably. love of that from Lynn, you know. Yeah, I think Lynn teaches her a lot. Yeah, so, like, the fact that they did explore her character in a way that was, like, not expecting because, you know, we, we all should not be surprised that Lucy likes the beach, but with the Loud House, you know, I, I complained about continuity, what's that, so sometimes they kind of forget character, important character stuff. So, actually they, they, so the fact they actually were like, oh, Lucy does like the beach. Oh, well, they actually remember she liked the beach, so, you know, that's cool. But it's like, yeah, I really liked how... She remembers she likes the beach, but she doesn't want to tell her friends because she... They think that she's uncool. Yeah, yeah. So, like, again, like, her trying to hide that she likes the beach, but in the end she had to tell them she actually did. I really, really like that. So I, I I, love this episode because it really surprised me that they actually did that. Instead of just, oh, we're going to ruin the, the field trip by sabotaging everything. No, they actually just were like, no, Lucy loves the beach. It's just hide it from her friends. Yeah, exactly. That was such a great surprise to me. Exactly. Yeah, so I think this episode was really like really good just because they explored lucy's character in that way yeah i love how it only featured lucy and nobody else it yeah. was like that that was that was i mean yeah now like nowadays in the in season four there have been episodes where because ever because ever since like ever since the beginning middle of season three you know lincoln hasn't been appearing hasn't been present for most of these episodes often yeah and I, you know, a lot of people have actually been starting to complain about that, and I'm like, well, I was with you there during season three, but I like it because, again, we get episodes focused on characters that deserve the this attention, you know, besides Lincoln. Like, you know, back in season one, people were always complaining, where's the Little yeah. Rory episode? Where's the Lenny episode? Now we have yeah. it. And then people are like, well, where's the Lincoln episode? It's like, well, you guys wanted more sisters. They're giving you more sisters. You know, Lincoln's still the main character. He'll still have moments. Yeah. But at yeah, least get, like, exactly. an episode from a character that you actually enjoy, you know? 
it's the same thing with the Casa Grandes. I I want there to be Sidani episodes, but I still but I want but I want to give the other characters some love as well. So I'm not that person. I'm not that kind of person. Yeah, I feel like we've had less Sidani episodes and Clinkit episodes of season one. To be, like... f- I mean, yeah, but to be fair, they're just trying to give more attention to the other characters. Like I, I think we didn't get. Uh, wait, did we get every episode? Wait, did we get every episode about the Casa Grande characters, or there's still a few left? No, there's one left. Uh, Frida. Frida's the oh, only yeah, one that, oh. that hasn't had an episode about her, and we're getting that. So yeah, no, oh. all of them have had it. Right, right. So, I think maybe they're gonna make more Sidani in, in season two. Hopefully, so. yeah. Cause like but, I've, but I've not. Let's not overuse. Let's not overdo it. You know. I mean, come on, more Sidani, man. I mean, come on, you wouldn't complain. Well, I well, I I wouldn't. Well, I I like Sidani, but I don't want it to be, in. I don't want it to take up ninety percent of a season of the show. Well, I feel like more people would enjoy more Sidani than Clicket episodes. Yeah, that's true. But I'm 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 just trying to make I'm just trying to I'm just trying to like make it fair. Like No, that's true. That. That's true. Yeah, that's fair. I mean like I, I'm still waiting for another two of clubs. Because I feel like the other Sidani episodes are not like want, stacked up to two yeah, of clubs. Yeah, the two of clubs is still my favorite and I it probably will that be until they make an episode that, that probably ranks higher than that. Yeah, I'm still waiting on that because like like as, as much as I like the Sidani episodes, it's like nothing compares to Two of Clubs, and they need to make yeah, another. Yeah, the Two of Clubs like so much shipping fuel. I yeah. couldn't even. Yeah. This episode, not gonna lie, this episode kind of drove me to tears. I can imagine. Yeah, like I love that episode so much. It's like I want another episode. I mean, episode I know like it that. sounds weird, but hear me out. Like. Yeah. Yeah, it, it sounds weird, but I actually, I actually kind of, it kind of drove me to tears a little bit. Why? It was just so good. Like it was just, it was just so cute. Like seeing these, like, like you know how much Ronnie and Sid value their friendship over a club. Yeah, and how much they went about about like you know like even though they wanted to join different clubs, they still wanted to be together. It just shows how strong their relationship is. Yeah. And I mean that is wonderful. That episode can make you cry. I mean, I feel the same way about horoscope. Every time I watch that, man, that makes me dry. Yeah, I cry. bet it's your favorite episode of the show. Oh, huh? for sure, <laughs> for many <laughs> reasons. <laughs> I like I like that episode too because it's like 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 Ronnie Ann is like very nervous because he's like oh like like there's like a moment like there's like that moment where Licky is about to show her a magic trick and then Ronnie Ann is like freaking out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like just the suit, the, the suit scene where he like you know he just comes out in the suit. She goes, "Oh wow, makes me lose it every time." It's like, come on, to tell him how you feel. Don't hide it, you know. <laughs> uh. and, then he's like, he's like, and then Ronnie's like, "Don't do this. It'll ruin our. It'll ruin everything." And then Link is like, "I'm not that bad at magic." <laughs> the Ronnie and just made a fool of herself. Yeah, yeah, it was just. <laughs> Man, that episode makes me lose it. Like that, those two episodes are so great, and I'm like, I'm waiting for the next two episodes that'll just top those two. You know, like. Uh. I want to, to be honest with you. I kind of want an episode. I want another episode with Lincoln in it in the Casa Grande. Oh Grandes. my god! Oh my god! The day Lincoln comes back in the Casa Grandes and we get another like Roddy Kid or even Sidani Kid episode is like the day I die happy. 
I want there. I want there to be a moment where these three are on screen together. Oh my god! Like a whole episode. Like I, I dream of the day we get a full on Sidonikin episode. Like that. I mean, you know those comics. You know those comics where there's Sidonikin in it. Yes. Maybe I. I'm. I hope they're. I hope they make an animated version. Of it. Oh my god! Did they do like a whole short of that comic? I mean, the comic Dudes is Wild from the Loud House. You know. That was originally a comic, but now it's a it's a it's an animated short. Yeah, like oh my god, like if they did that, that I think all of us in the fandom would just lose our minds. Oh my yeah, god, exactly. just just the like when the vlogs were a thing, like that one vlog where we can talk to Sid for like a second. I had the biggest fangirl moment during that time. It was just I was squealing actually. <laughs> oh, but we're, we're getting off topic. <laughs> we still got episodes to talk about. Uh, oh, 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 we're not done yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how, like, can, how, how could we forget? Yeah, it's like, whoops, we're gonna go into, like, another rant. No, we got episodes talking about. Uh, let's move on. Before we get more off topic, let's move on to the next episode, uh, Wheel and Deal, which is Lana wants to win a race car ride along with her hero, so she and Lincoln enter to compete a soapbox derby. So I'm gonna go first on this one because... I was so excited for this one because it is a Lincoln... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> it was a Lincoln and Sister episode. We haven't had that in such a long time. And, of course, we had Game Off, which is also focused on Lana and Lincoln. And they seem to really like this pairing, which, you know, obviously it's a great pairing. Like, I love them in this episode, how they work together to build the soapbox car. And uh, it was mostly mm-hmm. focused on Lincoln, which, you know, I'm a Lincoln fan, so I love when he gets focused. And the fact that he went out of his way to quote-unquote cheat, which is not a good thing, but he did it because he cares about Lana. He cared about her feelings. He, does, want... he, does, he doesn't want her to get humiliated. Exactly, and he wanted her, her to, uh, you know, meet her hero. And so even though cheating wasn't the best option, it's like, I didn't want you to lose because I wanted you to win to see your hero. And that shows how much he cares about Lana. And I love when Lincoln is portrayed as a great big brother to his younger siblings in that way. And I love their relationship so much Lana and Lincoln like it was so great in this episode and I really want to see more of that and also because when I heard about this episode I'm getting uh, off topic but I'm getting into the Simpsons now and there's an episode like this in season three called Saturdays of Thunder where Homer and Bart build a soapbox car and could be in the race so it really reminded me of that episode even though that was a different plot mm-hmm. it's more like in this episode the same thing where Lincoln was putting his feelings aside towards Lana and really caring about her and didn't want her to get humiliated but of course she found out that he was cheating and got upset but then they you know they decided to race again but then like you know, do it all over and then like just stopped at the end and uh, like like I love that they did that like I love that this the family stayed during the night and just like slept while they like to finish the race and then Bobby came back and really appreciate how they actually built their own car because like you know all the kids bought their own cars it's like wow they're all lazy <laughs> You know, yeah, but I absolutely love this episode. What do you think of this episode? Uh, it was great. I liked, I liked, I liked the Lincoln and Lana pairings. I, I mean, you know, we had, I mean, we didn't get that since the gay mob, and you know, you know, the, you know the, you know the, you know the episode Frog Wild. That yes. was a Lincoln and Lana pairing episode, and I, I liked it. Me but too. With, but with with the Will and Deal, you know. You know, you know, it, you know, you know, Lincoln, Lincoln and Lana, they're just, 
they're they're like they're the, she's like Lana's one of the nicest sisters ever. So it wouldn't be easy for 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 hit for her and Lincoln to get 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 you know you know start something together like you know racing like start a race thing. Yeah. Um. And also, this episode has the official return of Chandler. Ah, <laughs> I hate him. I hated him in I hated him in uh, the waiting game. I hated him in Jeers for Fears. I hated him in the the pod the Clinton McCod uh, podcast episode. And now I hate him here. Yeah, like I am so mad that they decided to bring him back. It's like we I know we need a we need a we need an antagonist for Lincoln to go up against because he's going to middle school, I know. But it's like can we just not bring back Chandler? Like I just every time I see his face, it just makes me so angry, you know? His it's smug face. I just want his smug face. Like I just hate it. <sighs> I don't like it at all. I mean I'm glad he wasn't in it for too long and he wasn't too mean to like Lincoln, you know, but it's like you're such a jerk and I just don't want you to be around, but of course he's yeah, coming like, back. Yeah, like, you, like, you know, when Lincoln and Clyde were walking up to Chandler and Chandler was like, Did you did you weirdos come out of the bush and then Link and then they're like <laughs> that's not important. <laughs> I love that part though. He was like, Did you come out of the bush? It's like, oh that's not important. <laughs> that was funny, <laughs> but like yeah, I don't know. Like, I I love to. I like that. I like the scene where I like that little scene where uh, Lynn was Lynn was like Lynn yes, was like to Chandler. They're gonna kick your butts, and then Chandler just whimpers in fear. Like that was. Satisfying. Oh my gosh, that was so satisfying. Like I love exactly. that. I love that they included that. Like Lynn just like you know shouting at him. It's like you're gonna eat their dust. Like man, if we get more Chandler in the show, and like Chandler, I guess like teases Lincoln or actually quote-unquote bullies him, I want Lynn to just stand up to him. Like, that's when she goes full big sister mode on Chandler. Yeah, she, yeah, I I like Lynn because of that. Yeah, I love that she will defend her siblings in any possible way. But yeah, like, I I love this episode so much. I think it's great. Like, I don't think it's as great as Game Off because when I watched Game Off, that ending where Lincoln got upset at Lana for playing the game and he got so mad at her, that affected me in a way I not... not, Like, there's so many episodes of the show that affected me in a personal way, but that scene where he got mad at her in Game Off affected me so much because I'd never seen Lincoln that upset at a sister before in that way. I mean, I'm sure there were times where he was, but it was so emotional that it was like it affected me so hard which didn't seem like lincoln at all because lincoln is usually so positive and happy yeah well you y- you know how people are with their video games you mess up and start all over again people will get upset for no reason it's like oh my progress i'm not saying it's wrong i understand why he's like that i think it makes him more mature then that he actually can get upset over the little little things you know okay yeah I mean, yeah, it didn't seem like Lincoln, of course, but it's like, oh, well, I, I think it's more like they're trying to show a more human side to him again, where it's like, yeah, he can get upset over the littlest things, even even if it was, like, over a silly video game, you know? Oh. But here, like, I really just love that he really did care about Lana and, like, didn't cheat for the sake of cheating. He did it because he cared about her, even though it was wrong, though. <laughs> Uh, the, let me can, like this reminds me of you, you 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 like let me let me ref, let me talk about it let me reference another show okay. um Phineas and Ferb where the movie where Phineas gets angry at Perry for not revealing his identity yeah. I feel like that's a little similar to how Lincoln is acting 
Oh, really? Why, why do you think Because, that? you know, Phineas, Phineas is not angry. He's not an angry person. He's so positive and happy and all, like, you don't, like, he's, like, he's so positive 100% of the time that you don't get much of an arc out of him and he's not growing as a character. Yeah, like, I remember when I watched the movie, that was the one thing I complained about was why is Phineas getting upset? But I think it's because- Yeah, but it's understandable because- He's been lied to by his own pet. Yeah, and that he cares about Perry, so, like, that, there's a reason why he would get upset. Exactly. Like, you can't fault Finn. You can't be mad at Phineas, because they try- I, I think the people were trying- When working on the movie, they tried to make Phineas angry, while at the same time not trying to make him sound like a jerk. Yeah, it's an understandable thing about him being upset, because, like, yeah, Perry was lying to him this whole time, so he would be upset. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, any more thoughts on Wheel and Deal? Well, I really, I, I, I think it's, a, I, I really like a racing episode. I really like that race car. I really like it's a, you know, it's a fun race car episode with Lincoln and Lana. And I love how Lincoln and Clyde decide to, you know, bring back their friends to help, to help him with Lana and the, and the, and, the, and the, with, with, you know, with, not, not necessarily cheating, but more like helping. Yeah. Because yeah. They, I really like how they include the friends, because, like, we're going to be getting a friend episode of uh, Friends of Dry Places, which I'm so nervous about. That's the other one yeah, I'm nervous we're... about. Oh, my gosh. Like, like it feeling left out that his friends are going off to do other things on a field trip. That's That's scary me. <laughs> yeah, the fear of, yeah, he couldn't stand the thought of fearing losing his friends, especially Clyde, because, you know, if he did lose them, then he'd, he wouldn't, he would be really sad. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm not ready for that one. Grand Parent Trap, Friends of Dry Places, those two episodes are going to mess me up when they come out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright, so let's move on to the thing we're here for, of course, which is the Casa Grande episodes. The main thing. The yes. main thing, yes, Casa G's. We love them Casa G's. Let's talk about the Casa Grandes. So the first episode is Kamba 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 Chameleon. I love that. I love that title so much. I'm a huge 80s, 80s music fan, so the fact that they actually titled an episode after an 80s song, that gets a plus from me, man. <laughs> All right. Yeah, exactly. Let's talk about that episode. So, the chains leave Ronnie and her cousins to watch after Cam, the chameleon snake. So, I'll go first, because I'll let you go next on team effort. So, I... I'm... Oh, thank you. Yep, you gotta you got go. You're my guest on that one, because I know you have a lot to say on that one. <laughs> yeah, um, I do. Yes, yeah, so Cover Chameleon, um, we've heard about this episode for a while. When the show was first announced, they talked about an episode where Ronnie was taking care of a snake, and this is that episode. And I thought this was a fun one, you know, like the the the, the um the cousins of Ronnie trying to take care of all of the uh, the uh, amphibians in the household, and the fact that like um, we also also got the return of Mister Scully in the spinoff. He's officially in the spinoff now. It's been a while since we've seen him. Yeah. Um, so now he's in the spinoff. I was gonna, I was thinking yeah. Thing too, but. Yeah, it was pretty interesting. And, like, the, the he had this rule about no reptiles in the building. I'm really surprised that the Changs didn't know this rule or they've been breaking it for a while because we've seen them have these these animal, like these creatures in their house before, or even Froggy, too, for that matter. So, I, I like... People, yeah, Froggy broke. Yeah, and people, t people kept telling me, but wait, like, amphibians aren't reptiles, so that's, like... 
that's not a bad thing, but it's like, okay, well, why would, why were they hiding Froggy 2 anyway, you know? It's, I don't know, but it's like, um, it's just weird that they had this rule that they didn't, they probably knew or just they didn't know and it was like enforced because Mr. Scully doesn't like uh, reptiles. So when he came, they had to hide the reptiles from Mr. Scully. And I just, I just thought it was fun the way that they were just like running around the building trying to hide the, the reptiles from Mr. Scully and all the ways they're trying to stop him from seeing it and, you know, I, I, I don't have a lot to say in this episode. I think it was just, like, a fun one. And I also really liked Frida in this episode, how she was paranoid and scared of the snake. And then, like, Rodney yeah, didn't see her, all the pains. And she's like, what are you doing? I'm, I'm painting out my trauma. <laughs> Frida's my favorite Casagrande. So I'm glad that we're getting an episode about her soon. But, like, every time she does something, it's just so funny to me. And, yeah, I don't... I don't know, like, I, I, I thought this was a really, really fun one. What did you think of Karma Chameleon? It was, it was fun. It was actually really funny. I mean, I love the concept of, you know, Sid in the Chains leaving Ronnie in, you know, her, her pet snake. You know, their pet snake, it's like, it's like, really, it's like, I think they had something going for it. And, you know, once again, and like, like you mentioned before, they brought back Mr. Scully from the spinoff and, from from the from the Loud House into the spinoff. Yeah. So, and, you know, at the title card, I was actually you know the title card. You, you were you you were predicting the title card was that the title card was going to be Scully was going to be in this episode, right? Yes. The moment I saw the shadow, I was like, wait, that's Mister Scully. And then and I was, I, you know, I fir- at first I saw this title card I was like, Mister Scully, what happened to you? <laughs> Yeah, it's I mean, yeah like, he can be really strict, but I was like, dude. Yeah, like, the moment that the cl- they posted the clip from the episode, and they said Mr. Scully, I was like, I knew it. I knew he was going to be in the episode, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, where have you been? <laughs> it's like, what took you so long to be in the spinoff, you know? I'm surprised they took him forever to put Mr. Scully in the spinoff, It's the you know? first season, so it wasn't that long. That's true, but it's like, we- we're like, I don't know, 17 episodes into the, the Casa Grande? Yeah, it's been a- yeah, and it's already been a year since the since the since the since first appearance on 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 the on the show yeah so it's like oh my gosh you have to remember mr scully because i thought he was just gonna be a one one off you know <laughs> yeah exactly i also really loved um in the beginning with adelaide she was hugging roddy in the whole time saying you're the best pet sitter it's like oh i love adelaide she's so cute that was the one of the most precious moments in the show you know, yeah, it was it was actually it was actually you know saying I, I love I love I like that scene where Adelaide is saying Ronnie is the best pet sitter ever and uh, yeah that was a real, that was a little cute moment. Yeah, and um, I'm trying to think of what else I liked in this episode. I also really loved the um, what they did the little you... chase. What was that? No, go ahead. Oh, I wanted to say something. Uh, there's like a little scene where Ronnie is about to like some sort of like you know get that like like some sort of wrestling the the like the little the like the snake that yes. was really funny oh, i love that i love that and i also really like this the chase scene where they do like they have like the music in the background and the color palette is like yellows and purples like i love that they go like beyond what the animation can do in these episodes like i love that scene it's really pretty to look at yeah speaking yeah the anime yeah the loudest i mean you know, are you know the Lados and you know the Lados and Casagrande's animations are slightly different, or or they're used, they're mostly the same, but I can tell they're slightly different because, you know, I watch both shows and I study their animation and yes. like, 
Yeah, they're slight. They're like slightly different. Yeah, as someone who's in animation, you know, I'm studying animation for a career. Like with the Casa Grandes, especially when you get the Lighthouse characters in the show, uh, Lincoln and Lori are animated in such a way where it's like, okay, you could tell it's them, but they have some slight alterations in the animation. Whether it's like they they do something with the animation where it's more like they can feel more. Like, like, uh, they can be more expressive with the characters versus The Loud House, where The Loud House has more like a strict, kind of clean style where they don't like to exaggerate too much on the characters. In the Casa Grandes, they really push the animation in that show. I don't know why they do that because, like, it when the Roddy Ann comes into The Loud House, like, and don't forget about me, she's animated in such a way where it's so clean and crisp. Whereas in the Casa Grande, she's more expressive and stretched out, and I don't. I, it's it's the same animation studio. I don't. I don't know. I just, I just feel like they just do a lot more with the spinoff. Okay. Where yeah. No. Go ahead. Yeah, and here's the th- and oh, thank you. Here's the thing. Uh, I've watched the Loud House for. I've already watched the Loud House since it came out, and I've already studied the animation. I've only realized that there's like two animation styles in an episode, but you know, they were like kind of the same. They were, they, they they felt similar. Yeah. So that's kind of, so that and and it's been going on for like the entire series and you know that was something really cool but for the Cosmic Grandes they only had one. Yeah. So yeah, that's about it. You wanted to say something else? Oh no, I, w- I was going to say something about you. What 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 you said about that. Um so oh. yeah. <laughs> so um any more thoughts on Karma Chameleon? Well, I like well, I like how it's a reference to a film with the exact same name. You know, the best part about it, you know, I like how I love how Mr. Scully was like, "Everybody out." It's what I would have said, <laughs> but you know, that was kind of funny. <laughs> that scared me for a moment. He's like, "All right, everybody out." <gasps> it's what I would have said. <laughs> like that was that was pretty funny. Oh, I love the. And uh, I guess my yeah. headcanon about the episode was kind of wrong, but you know. What did you headcanon about the episode? It was on Twitter where, where you know, it was our Sid where like Sid tells her, I, that head kind of seems a bit, you know, seems a bit weird, but you know, you know, Sid was like, you know, Sid told her running in to take care of the pets, and then she kisses her cheek goodbye, like, kisses her cheek goodbye, and I'm like, okay, that didn't come out, but you know, that's okay. I was hoping for a hug when Sid left. Like, why didn't Ronnie and Sid hug and say, "I'll see you later" or something? You know, I kind of wish that would have yeah. happened. <laughs> Yeah, that headcanon seems a little better, though. Yeah, yours is better. <laughs> no, well, yours is better. Oh, mine is better. Oh, well, thank you. Well, yeah, let me, like... the, the kissing part, I really don't want to see it. Oh, you do? Oh, oh I, I would have liked a kiss on the cheek. That would have been so cute. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, never mind. I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I, my prediction was uh, said that the, the Shanks were going to come back at the end and be like, oh, so how did everything go? And they were going to be like, yeah. great, but they didn't. But they didn't come... That's kind of the weakest part of the episode. They they only they only appear they only appear for a brief amount of the time in the beginning, and then they and then they're never seen again. They should have appeared in the end. Yeah, I got that's what I was hoping for. They're like, oh hey guys, we're back. So how'd it go? And they're like, great. But no, that didn't happen. They just kind of ended it with like Mr. Scully being like, no more rule, yay. <laughs> I liked it, and like Bobby, he comes in, he comes into a room and he noticed snakes, and he's like, "Why did it have to be snakes?" Oh my god, <laughs> they had to make that reference. They had to. It's like you just can't. And you, know, and you know, Carl was like, "Bobby, there's a snake on your back," and then he's and then Bobby and then Bobby bought it. He fell for it, and you know, 
And I was like, come on, Carl, was that even necessary? I love when uh, after that, Carl, like, high-fives the snake. <laughs> or high like, like fist bump is like, yeah, we got him. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I I thought this was a fun one. But, but, of course, let's talk about the thing we are here for. The episode we're here for, which is team effort. Uh, Roddy and her skate buddies work together to show their coach that they have what it takes to make a team. So I'll let you go on this one. What did you think of this episode? I have a lot of things to say, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. You know, I'm not gonna. You know, say too much about it. You know, I wanna. I wanna let you. No, no, go it. ahead. You are free to say as much as you want. There, okay. There's so no limit I really here. Love, I'm glad to see Ronnie and his friends. Ever since team efforts, I'm no, not team efforts since uh, trend game, which was all the way back in February. And you know the concept, and you know. Team, I've you know those two ep- the two episodes, Karma Chameleon and Team Efforts. I predicted the premises for the episodes, and when they came, I was like, called it. So yeah, that was really cool. I knew right away when this episode was announced. I was like, yeah, it's gonna be about her skate friends doing a skate team. And the moment it came out, called it. <laughs> yeah, I think we both called it. So yeah, the, I really liked seeing these. I really liked seeing Nikki, Casey, and Samir on screen, and Laird gets to join their gang too. So. Because I, th- because not when I saw the episode, I was like, okay, Lair can definitely shred. And like, you know, he's, you know, I, I thought Laird couldn't, Laird couldn't skate, but when I saw the episode, I was like, wow, he's really nailing the trick. He's really doing something. The one thing he couldn't do is stop, but you know, he has to work on that. Anything else? I know you got a lot more to say. <laughs> I'm letting uh, you go. Uh, I really love how they introduced the. This actually reminds me of uh. The 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 podcast the podcast episode where Ronnie and Sid and their friends are trying to find the mystery of the hallway gunk, and they mentioned their coach, and I didn't know what their coach was going to look like until this episode came out, and I was like, "Wow, this is what their coach look- looks like," because I can tell he didn't like these guys skating at all. Yeah, I'll have a lot to say on him when I get to my turn. <laughs> okay, but then you know, I love you know this was actually the second episode. To not to only include Ronnie and Ronnie and Sid and their friends, instead of the Casa Grande family. I think we didn't we haven't gotten that since the two of clubs. Yes. So, that's kind of that's kind of what I like to. That's kind of what I. That's kind of like interesting. And I was like, okay, we need episodes like this. The one thing I sort of found a little off was when the girls Ronnie and Sid were flashbacking to the to the very first for to the friended episode. And, like, you know, there was, like, a moment in the flashback where Sid crashes, and I was like, that did not happen. Ronnie Ann saved her life there, so. Yeah, that was a little weird. It was like, wait, she crashed? No, she didn't. Ronnie Ann saved her. Yeah. Unless Sid Sid was just forgetting how it happened. (laughs) Yeah, she she probably did. She clearly had a mild concussion the moment she met Ronnie Ann. Yeah, I thought that scene where they flashback to Freddy was so well done. Just the fact that they did not just a flashback with a fourth wall break. Where I actually, you know, they were they were wearing the outward wearing the outfits because their coach told them to. I got that one kind of right, but the hot dog one I got that wrong because you got that right because she was because she was the ma- because Sid was the mascot. Well, so. we wanted Sid to be a cheerleader. I mean, I guess it's the same thing, but I wasn't expecting it to be a hot dog costume. I was hoping for a cheerleader outfit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, me too. It was, it was actually. I wanted her. I wanted her. I wanted her to be. I wanted her to be a cheerleader, but I guess a hot dog costume works too. 
I mean, both her and Ronnie agreed on that. I love when they're both like, I'm thinking, a hot dog! Great minds think alike. It's like, oh, they're so in sync. That's so cute. Nice. They're, 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 they're going to be in sync for a very long time. Absolutely. Like, I love that so much. Although, I remember somebody on Twitter was saying about this, I, I kind of agree with them, where, like, they were convincing people to join them, but, okay, here's the one thing, they were, they were convincing people to join their, their, uh, their team, and then Rodney was like, uh, join, we got free ta tacos, and I'm thinking to myself, but in the last episode, the summer episodes, you didn't want to, you were trying to stop Carl from bribing people, Rodney and you're bribing people. <laughs> okay, the one, th the one thing I also liked about the episode was, like, there was like a there was like the little scene where Ronnie and Sid are trying to free their classmates from getting framed. And yeah. the weird thing is is that Ronnie and Sid were the only ones who didn't get framed. Yeah, that's true. I, I wonder why they didn't, you know? Like why did the Maybe. coach frame their friends but not them ex them, you know? Exactly. Yeah, and I Maybe. again I have Maybe. a lot I'm, to I'm, say I'm, on I'm that. Maybe the coach didn't know what to frame them for, so he sort of gave up and decided <laughs> to frame their friends. That, yeah. That was my best guess, but... I mean, what what he framed them for was pretty, like, simple, you know, like, just, like, uh, I don't know, vandalizing the, the, the like, stuff. Like, they, they, they could have blamed Ronnie and Sid. I don't know why he didn't. He didn't, I guess he didn't think this through. Yeah, maybe they've, maybe they've gone through, and maybe they've went through enough, I think. Yeah, like, okay, maybe I... They I have to do a rant on the coach. I have to do a rant on the coach. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Do the rant on the coach. I'm, I'm all ears. I, okay. Well, one thing, this guy could have gotten fired, you know, for what he did. He blamed 11-year-olds for stupid things and, and like, did all this and it was like, okay, I wanted, I wanted to stop you guys from doing your team because I hate skateboarders. And so it's like, okay, you decided to blame them and get them detention, and then make, give them a fake address, which, by the way, they should have looked at and realized the giant margaritas was crossed off. Like, why didn't they think for a moment that when they saw the card, it was like, the crossed-off margaritas should have said something, you know? It was, like, pretty obvious when they got the card, but I guess they didn't look at it. But it's like, that coach... Do we, do we, no, no, go ahead. And then, and then, the, then, the, and then the, the sign was... And then when Ronnie took her thumb off the... the, the, the the paper said, hee hee. Yeah. The coach got them. <laughs> yeah, it's like, wow, they're not as smart as they think. But it's like, this coach could have gotten fired for what he did. You know, he blamed 11-year-olds just because he didn't like skateboard. You're like, dude, like, wow. I never thought I could find a character I'd hate more than Flip or Chandler. But this coach, if he ever comes back, even though he's like, okay, you can have your team. No, dude, you, you don't get redeemed for that. That was, that was awful. <laughs> don't ever do that again. <laughs> Like, that made me really angry, you know? So, Sid can finally skate, but I don't think she can do any tricks. Maybe we'll see that in the future. You know, I had a, I had a complaint about that, too, because in, Ro in Sid's room, you probably know this, she has a skateboard in her room. Oh, yeah, she does. So, why is she, why did she, why is she first starting to skateboard if she has one already? I don't understand yeah, that. You have to learn, you have to learn skate, you have to learn tricks you have to you have to at least you have to at least skateboard before you can own a skateboard. Cause I like I thought maybe she got one because when she became friends with Roddy and she was teaching her how to skateboard. But then it's like I then Sid was like, oh, I don't know how to skateboard. It's like, but don't you have a skateboard in your room? That yeah, that could have been pointed out in the show. 
Unless they just put it in the background or like, oh yeah, like we, we forgot it was in the inner room, but clearly it was, so it's like, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe kind of confused that this was her first time wearing the skateboard, because I would have thought Ronnie Ann would be teaching her in the background, but I guess not. <laughs> but now she is, so that makes sense. Yeah, that's, that, that's really, that, that's really, that's really sweet of her. Yeah, it is. It really is. But like, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it, um, you know, like Ronnie Ann will teach Sid more tricks and, um, in that time because like because like i was thinking to myself wait how can how could sid be on the team and also be the mascot i thought the mascot was separate from the team but i guess it i guess it counts because she was like oh i can be on the team and be the mascot all right <laughs> that makes sense yeah i also love laird being part of the team too like they're clearly making laird like the unofficial member of the team like he's not like, part of the group, but he's kind of in there, where it's, like, it's, he kind of reminds me of, like, in, La in uh, Lincoln's gang, like, maybe, like, Girl Jordan, or even, well, Stella's part of the gang now, but I'm saying, like, maybe Girl Jordan, where it's, like, they know, but I'm, yeah, no, go ahead. I'm so glad they decided to add, a, uh, you know, three, three boys, th three girls and three boys, you know, because you have the girl, you have Ronnie Ann, Sid, and Nikki, and then the boys who are Casey, Samir, and Laird. Yeah, so to make it fair to add three boys and three girls, and it's like, I think, I think you, you or someone else, I think someone else predicted that Laird would be a very good skateboarder. So the fact that he was, it was like very surprising to me. But also, no, I knew that wasn't that wasn't me. Okay. That, that was... Someone, someone did predict that Laird would be like the best skateboarder. It's like he's great, but he can't stop. <laughs> I, yeah, that kind of, I kind of, I kind of saw, I saw that in the, the, the episode, the Casagrande Familia Sounds podcast, where like, oh, Laird can, Laird can skate, but he can't stop. Yeah, I completely forgot about that, that they mentioned in the podcast. So yeah, I think this, I think this is, yeah, this definitely reminds me, because I'm, I'm assuming, because I'm gonna, because these episodes that we see now, they were, they, they, we, they, we, they will. They've been worked on since two thousand. Since last year, since I, I believe, since last year. Yeah. So because you know, you know, it generally takes months to make an episode. Like Fast Few, that episode was released two thousand nineteen. So well, not released two thousand nineteen, but production for the episode began two thousand nineteen. Yes. But yeah, I I really yeah. like this one because again, it was another Roddy and her gang episode. We got to see Nikki Casey Samir again after. Um, trying games to see that they're still included in the spinoff and now Ronnie has her own group of friends like Lincoln you know I think it's pretty awesome that they've done that so I'd, I'd love to see more episodes with all of them together again yeah exactly so uh, any yeah. any final thoughts on uh on team effort team effort I really like we we really need to see more of these guys on on, on green Absolutely, like you know, with the Casa Grandes, I say the Casa like even if we don't get Sidani episodes, we can at least have Sidani moments in the show. Yeah, like in an episode. Yeah, so like, at least we have that. Yeah, there was a few Sidani uh, moments in this episode, but not a lot, you know. Like, but at least we get some, you know. So I still would like to see more of these guys together in future episodes. He reminds oh. me of the coach. Reminds me of Coach Bukowski from the Loud House. Yeah, I was gonna say that too. That that's probably why they needed to include that. But but you know, I had a thought that I was like, wait, why do why do Roddy and her friends need to join a sports team? I I remember like in two clubs they had to join a club. Is this school just requiring them to join a bunch of clubs and teams and stuff? I don't get that. So I guess so I guess skating is now a club. I guess I don't know. 
it's not a club, it's like a team. It's like a sports team. It's not a club, because, like, wait, is it wrestling? Oh, oh. Is it wrestling a sport? Because, like, in two of clubs, they had the Lucha Libre club. And I would have thought that was, like, a sport. So I don't know why they're making them join a sports team if it's, like, a club, too. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, why are you requiring them to join a sports team? Like, is that really required in a, in a school like this? Because, like, it's like an academy. I don't know. I, I, I don't really know about academies because I went to public school. So I don't really know if it's, like, required in those kinds of schools to join so many, like, teams and clubs and stuff. Exactly. It is very confusing, but, you know, I really like this episode. I hope we get to see more of them together, and, you know, with the Casa Grandes, they're great at continuity. I say better in the Loud House with continuity, so I, I hope we get to see more of their team, or their, your, their club, I say team, their team together, and maybe we'll get an actual, because I was hoping this episode... Like, Ronnie and Sid, they, these, Ronnie and Sid created this Lucha Libre, Lucha Libre Robotics Club, and I thought that was going to be a recurring recurring club in the series yeah like we haven't had that in a while we haven't they haven't even mentioned but then you that have these, but then but then these guys are like okay we're doing skating because it's probably more fun i guess yeah so like are they not in the club anymore are they just like because like you can't like unless you i mean you can like do other uh after school activities but like is the team after school is it like during school i mean the club is after school i know that so it's like very confusing on whether they're keeping this is during school is it during school yeah so it's like is it like i mean i guess they could do it different days like maybe they'll have the lucha libre robotics club on one day and then like the skateboard team on another i don't know it's very confusing when you think about it yeah exactly i i agree but yeah, like, I, I really did enjoy this episode a lot. Like, I had, although I had a lot of complaints about it, mainly with the coach and how he went about, like, you know, like, punishing 11-year-olds. I have mixed feelings on the coach. Oh, do tell. Uh, for one, I mean, he's not, he's, he, I mean, to be, in my opinion, I do, he, I do understand why he doesn't like uh, he doesn't like people skateboarding because, you know, it, he thinks that it's going to ruin his, his, you know, he's going to ruin his time or, you know, like ruin his coffee or whatever. Like, I think that's somewhat understandable because, you know, you know, he doesn't, he, I mean, yeah, that, you know, that, you know, that part where he kicks, the kicks the guys, kicks these guys out of their, out of his, out of the school was kind of unnecessary, you know, yeah. he could have, he could have like, he could have had a better idea for them. But I don't, I don't, his, his reason for not liking sports is not justified to me. Just because, oh, it's going to ruin your day. Like, ha, oh, 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 oh like, like, la-dee-da, who cares? You know, like, I think <laughs> it's a stupid reason. Like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't do that. Especially to 11-year-olds. That, that's, that's really mean. Like, you could get fired. I'm, <laughs> um, now, right now, I just, overall, this episode was... Real was really was all. Oh, this was really a fun, you know, fun, fun gang episode where, where these guys are always on. It, seeing these guys on screen together is very, very exciting, and we probably need more of these. Like with, with you know, with, you know, Lincoln Clyde and their friends, you know, we from the Loud House. We, you know, I think they need to do something like that. Yeah, like again, we had we had trend game, and then we have this episode. So I'm hoping in the future we do get more of these. But even so, I would love. 
if Lincoln comes back in the show to finally get a full episode with him, Sid, and the city friends with Ronnie Ann. Because he's already met them as City Slickers, and he's already met Sid. So to get a full episode with all of them together would be amazing if that happens. Ronnie Ann, you know, I know, I'm, I'm only going to say this. I'm not going to say this like I hate it or I don't like it. I, I'm not saying I hate it or I don't like it or I like it. I'm just going to say this. Ronnie Ann met Nikki Casey and Simmer before Sid, but Ronnie Ann developed a mu- but Ronnie Ann and Sid's friendship became more stronger, or it's probably yeah. stronger. Yeah, I think because like I had this headcan years ago when Sid was first announced, it was like, well, you know, with with friended Ronnie Ann was feeling lonely, and I feel like maybe Nikki Casey and Samir, even though they're her quote unquote, they were her quote unquote gang, they weren't like best friends, like they all weren't close and stuff, like because obviously Nikki Casey and Samir seemed to know each other before they met Ronnie Ann, so maybe they were closer, maybe that's why Ronnie Ann didn't feel like that she was, like, part of it. She was like, oh, I'm just hanging out with them just on the side, but they're not really my best friends, like, and, you know, her other best friend Lincoln is far away, so, like, if friended, she wanted a best friend that she she could feel closer to and, you know, like, you know, spend time with and stuff, so that's when she met Sid and, you know, had a stronger connection with her because, like, this girl is crazy and fun, and I love spending time with her. We have a lot in common, and, you know, she's going to be living yeah. next door to me, so that's why they became best friends. Exactly. But exactly. I, but I kind of... Ronnie would, and Sid, yeah. they nope. generally hang out together, like, every day, but we don't see it in episode. Like, you know how Sid does... Like, Sid doesn't appear in every episode of the show. Yeah. We know that, but she hangs out with Ronnie and every day. Yeah. It's like it's like, 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 like and Clyde, where Clyde's not in every episode, but we know Lincoln and Clyde spend time with each other almost every day as well so it's like you know exactly. I, I just kind of what it feels like yeah but i kind of wish we could have gotten an episode where sid got to meet Rodian's other friends instead of just being like oh well sid already knows them it's like well how because like in uh in I, the hope, ho- I hope sid and clyde meet. i hope sid and clyde oh my meet. god if they meet that will be so wonderful <laughs> like that's what i want i want sid and clyde to meet because not just because i ship them because i like sid and clyde as a pairing but just because i just want to see the best friends of the best friends i meet. just want to see them interact that's yeah. what i want to see yeah like i i want that so bad like you know if we get that sidati kid episode then it's just like we gotta have sid meet clyde that's that's what you gotta do you know like i really want that so badly but it's like i kind of wish like, Rodian did introduce Nikki Casey Tamir to Sid instead of, like, in the Halloween episode where it's like, oh, I wonder what Casey's up to. And it's like, how does Sid know Casey? Casey Nikki and Casey are up to. But in New Hunt, we only see Samir, their friend Samir. Oh, uh, Samir, not Casey. I'm sorry. Samir. I apologize. Yeah, Samir. It's not all good. All good. But it's like, how does Sid know Samir? Like, did they, like, did she introduce him? Like, like it's like with, uh, with Horoscope. Rodian introduces Lincoln to Sid, even though Sid already knows who Lincoln is, because obviously Rodian has talked to her about him. I think Rodian, I think Rodian told her about Lincoln. Yeah, Rodian, because Sid said, "Oh, I know, I've heard a lot about you, Lincoln." So clearly, Rodian has told Lincoln about Sid probably a lot, you know, because like she met him first before Sid. But like with like like with uh with the other friends, we didn't know if Rodian told Sid about her city friends. It was just like, oh, she knows them. How? I don't know. She just knows him. <laughs> I wish it was more, uh... Yeah, it's like one of those things that can't be explained. Yeah, it's just like, oh, she knows him. How? I don't know. She just knows him. All right. <laughs> that makes sense. Because, like, if they would have done that with Lincoln, where it's like, oh, Sid already knows Lincoln and, like, already has been talking to him and stuff, that would have been, like, very disappointing. So, like, 
I mean, I'm happy that she, like, Roddy had talked to her, said about Lincoln, but obviously they actually got to officially meet, where it's like, oh, she knows her city friends. Why? I don't know. It just, she knows. It's, it's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. I mean, you know, but, um, but I do like that they're all a gang now, and Sid, like, even in, um, even a tragic game, like, Sid felt so, like, included in the gang, like, she felt so natural coming in. So, like, the same thing here with, like, Laird. Yeah, like. No, go ahead. Like Laird, Laird only Laird only had like a few key appearances. Like he was doing the the snake worm chal the snake worm challenger, whatever that was. Yeah, so it's like even though Laird is kind of like the punchy bag of the show, you know. Like I'm glad that like Roddy and he reminds me of Irving from Phineas and Ferb. Yeah, or even like some people have said like always oh, kind of like the rusty of the gang with Lincoln's group, you know. <laughs> Not just because they're redheads, but it's just because like they're kind of like the punchy bags, you know. But it's like. It's it's nice that there he's being well, he's being but, yeah but until you learn he's more capable he's more capable than just being clumsy because he can actually skate yeah that's true like I'm glad he's included versus like you know like kind of like Becky where she's like not part of the gang but Ronnie and kind of knows her you know so like where does more included I think I think this is the amount of I think this is the amount of people we need in in their in the friend group in their friend group yeah. Yeah, absolutely. because we don't need, we don't need more. We do. I don't think we really need. More. I think six is enough. Yeah, yeah. Or seven, I don't know. So, uh, any other final thoughts on team effort? Well, once again, it's, it's just. I really like seeing. I really, I really like the outfits they're wearing. It's really, I, I like. They're all wearing purple, and we finally got to see Nikki's hair. Yes, yes, her hair is short, which a lot of people have predicted. Which I'm really glad that that's like. I saw this drawing of someone who drew what Nikki's hair would look like if she didn't wear a hoodie. Um, he that guy almost that, that person almost got it right. Yeah. Except you know Nikki has a, like a little ponytail at the back. Yeah, that was really interesting because like some people had predicted that she would have longer hair, but then someone actually drew a drawing where it was like shorter, but it's just in the ponytail. So they got it pretty much correct, just like that the ponytail. Yeah. I was like, you know, the I thought, you know, Sid. I so I just hope, I just hope, I just hope, you know, we get more episodes where the guys are like trying to do, trying to do skateboarding tricks, you know, trying like, especially Sid trying to learn skate, like trying to like, like I wonder if she's gonna actually be really good at skateboarding compared to Ronnie Ann. Ooh, that'd be interesting, cause like I was hoping for an actual skate competition in this episode, but of course that didn't happen. I'd love to see they actually do an episode where the gang actually does have to do a competition against another team. Like maybe they find out there's another skateboard team and another sit another place they have to go there. And I had an idea like this, but it was it was in Royal Woods and Ronnie was going up against Lynn and her team. I thought that would be fun if they did that. They're probably gonna do something big. Yeah, I, I really... For, for mm-hmm. season two. This is only season one. Yeah, because, like, in season two, we're getting a lot more things. We're getting more, like, higher stakes. Like, in season two, there's going to be, like, them searching for Pachavia's lost gold, which I'm really excited for because they actually referenced that in um in senior class when Hector talks about his family tree where he says, oh, one of my relatives knew Pachavia. So they already, hint- they already, like, building up to that in season two. But then, like, there's going to be more stuff, like, I can't remember what else there's going to be. But, like, hopefully, well, they'll probably continue that with the skateboard team, and maybe they'll get to go into an actual competition. Yeah, well, I actually want to see the episode. I want to see more episodes 
where Ronnie and Sid and their friends are actually going to do something else. I mean, yeah, I know skateboarding is now their main thing, but I'd like to see them do something else. Yeah, that's true. Because, like, in uh, in Trend Game, they were just kind of, like, hanging out and, like, you know, seeing Ronnie and was trying to let them do fun stuff. But, like, you know, skateboarding is Ronnie and's main thing. That's her one of her passions. So to know that she has, like, friends yeah. who are doing that and also making a club about it, and, and, you know, Sid is included, too, that means they can do it all together at once, you know, so she doesn't have to be lonely about it anymore. Yeah, like, Trend Game, like, Ronnie and... You know, if Ronnie Ann thinks that if she's not up to date on all the trends, she'll probably lose. She'll probably think she'll probably lose her friends, especially Sid, because you know, you know that that that's kind of what she thinks. But in the end, they're all they're they're cool. They're cool with they're cool with being they're cool with her being. She like says like you're still you're still cool. Yeah, that's like my I liked Trend Game, but that was my one complaint about the episode was that it was basically a rehash of City Slickers because like you've already learned the same or, lesson, you know. Wait, so really, to me, I thought it was a rehash of predictability. Oh, that too, absolutely. Because like I've had headcans about Lincoln being scared about losing his friends, and obviously that's going to continue in Friends in Dry Places. But Ronnie is the main reason that had that headcan because of her family history, you know? I feel like her reason of losing all her friends, like in Horoscope, she's afraid of ru ruining her friendship with Lincoln for, like, romantic feelings, and then, like, just generally losing her friends because her father left, for, left like, what, two years ago. So that's why it's connected to her, like, feeling scared to lose her friends. Lincoln's another story, yeah. but it's like, they both have those same fears, just in different ways. But like, I noticed that thread you did of Ronnie Kin, and you're actually, and I actually agree with you. Yeah, <laughs> I put a lot of time and effort into that. Like, they have a lot of connections. <laughs> yeah. But, like, yeah, like, I just, I, I I really did like the episode with this one. This one with all of them back together again as a gang, just skateboarding together, and hopefully we'll continue to show that in the show was really well done, except for the coach. Like, yeah. that's my one complaint about the episode. But other than that, I really loved it. Yeah, the show is going to bring back, yeah, the series is probably going to bring back old characters and have and you know you know bring them back and like because you know once again this episode only had one setting well, like the main the main setting was the school but now we got to see like we got to see other locations in the in in running into school like the cafeteria yes that was pretty cool we actually got to see that i, I and we did get to see some of the other classroom settings as well like they brought back that one classroom from two clubs and another one from senior class so we're actually get to, getting to see more of yeah, the school i think that was the gym wasn't it or... yes the gym yeah that was one of the main settings so like we're actually getting to see more of what the school was like and seeing roddy in the school because like you know back in royal woods she didn't go we didn't see her much in school so now we get to see her and sit in the gang in school which i think is pretty interesting you know yeah exactly it, it's really I really, the school looks really, it, the school for me looks, I think the school looks a much, a little better than Royal Wood, than the Royal Wood, than the one Royal Woods. I kind of disagree because like in two of clubs, you've seen the background. Okay. That's okay. Like, like you've seen the background, okay. all the lockers and all the floors are really dirty. <laughs> and it's like, I, I think... I think it's a little cleaner, but it's also a little dirty because it's a city school. And you know how cities can be. That, that, I can, I understand. I, I would understand why you would say that. That, that that's fine. But it's, it is pretty much cooler than 
Roy Woods Elementary because it's like a bigger school and it's like an academy, so I think it would be a, a lot that's more... That's kind of the reason why I said... That's kind of the reason why I said that. Though. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's really neat that we've been seeing the school setting and, you know, I'd like to see more of it going forward, obviously. So, But we have, so it's like, I can't wait to see more of what they do with, like, the school and the show and stuff. Yeah. Alright, so those were all the new episodes of The Loud House and The Casa Grandes. So, I want to thank you so much for coming out to my show. Like, having you on as a guest was awesome. Like, we got into a lot of great conversations, you know? Like, I love having... It was usually... It was all... It was all text messages, but I get to talk to you in voice... In voice chat, which was really great. Yeah, like, talking to someone in person... Not in person, but talking to someone in voice chat is more fun. Just because, like, even though you're... Even though text is, like... You know, it's it's nice to do a text, but when you actually get to talk to somebody in voice, you f- you actually can hear how passionate someone is about something, and hearing you talk about all this stuff really just made me smile because of how passionate you are about like Ronnie and Sid and the Casagrandes and this and, and these shows overall. Thank you, I appreciate it. I, I I like I I respect your opinion too of liking Ronnie. Can I like I don't I, I to be honest I'll be to be honest with you I. I'm I'm not gonna say this is a problem, but I think, to me, as I like Ronnie Kim, but I think it's a, a bit overrated for me. I mean, I can I can I can uh, see that. You cause... can disagree. It's okay. I can disagree. <laughs> that's fine. No, I'm not. I'm gonna put bias down for a second. I was in my show as bias, but no, I can agree because obviously, you know. All of us, there's, you know, we're, we're a big majority of the fandom who does ship them, you know. They've been, you know, a pre-established thing for a while, so, you know, it, 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 it's understandable. I mean, you know, I can't... I think Sidani's I, underrated, is that right, or...? I mean, you could say that. I think Sidani can... That's okay. Sidani is, like, sort of underrated because it's not as popular, but it's like, they have more establishment in the show because of being best friends and having more, like, screen time and stuff. But they're kind of the same level with Clinkin, you know? Like, they're both, like, people don't really, like, ship them as hardcore. I love, I ship Clinkin a lot, you know? I, they're, they're I underrated. Ship, I, I ship Sidani real, I ship Sidani, I ship Sidani so much, like, but, yeah. I mean, it's like, I, I would be happy for a Sidani endgame, you know? I mean, I, I think all of us mostly could say that Roddy Kid will be the main endgame, but if Sidani ends up being endgame, I wouldn't be upset. I'd be happy because that's Ronnie Ann's choice, you know, whoever she ends up with. But... I'd be very happy. I'd be so happy. Yeah, I mean, I'd be happy but for I, everybody I, I, else. I won't rub it in. I won't rub it in. No, you can rub it in, man. <laughs> I will never rub it. I will rub anything in. I'm, I'm not that guy. I mean, if Sidani happens, my friend Zay would rub it in my face, you know? <laughs> you probably know who Zay is. How would but... you take it? Uh, I would be, I would be happy, you know, I'd be very, very happy, because, like, you know, you got your ship cannon, that's all that matters, you know, I'll be fine, you know, I'll be happy, but it's like, I already know who, who the endgame will be, but it's not like, I don't want to be biased, you know, because biased opinion is bad, but it's also because my show, I'm biased, but, you know, if it, if Sidani were to happen in this show, I'd be very happy for everybody who ships them, because you deserve it, and I will agree, because, like... Seriously, that scene, yeah, especially that scene... From Never Friending Story, that I after watching that scene, I walked out of my room and I said, "Ronnie and Sid," or was that even real? <laughs> yeah. Like I, I, I was, I thought I was seeing things, but you know that was real. I mean, clearly there's some evidence to Sid having a huge crush on Ronnie Ann. Like there's some clear evidence <laughs> to her being 
cannot, like, I guess, like, identified as lesbian, like, there's no, like, there's no canon evidence yet, like, probably people, they haven't, like, the crew haven't said that she's lesbian, but... There's some hints. There's hints of it, for sure. Like, there's no way you cannot read that, that, that scene to be like, oh, Sid doesn't have a crush on Ronnie, and clearly she does, you know? Yeah, we're all gonna keep thinking that. Yeah. Until, I... we're all gonna keep thinking that until it's actually confirmed in the future once season two begins or because i don't want it to be i want to see i don't if see if it happened in season one the relationship would be going a little too fast yeah so i think it's for me i think it's best to wait until season two yeah because like i said something about roddy can where like you know as much as I want them to become Endgame, I don't want them to become Endgame right away because I want to see their development blossom more because obviously we don't see a lot of their friendship and, and relationship on screen as much. And with Season 5 and Season 2 of Casa Grande, we can see more of that so that then, of course, it'll be more satisfying when they do end up together. So the same thing with Sidani, if that were to happen, where we want to see more of them together and develop their friendship and relationship. And if it were to happen, the Endgame will be more satisfying, you know? Yeah, the end game would be literally, literally one of the best things that ever happened to me. Yeah, or you know, we could also have a Sedani Kin end game. You know? Oh, sure. I'm cheering that'd for that. Be, that'd be that'd be really that'd be really. Roddy has two hands. You know, she she doesn't have just one. She has two. Yeah, she can pull them in for a hug or something. I don't know. Like, like you know, like with with some of the hugs lately with um the Lathouse characters, they always put the little hearts on top of them. I really hope that if we get a Sidonikin episode, that they hug at the end. <laughs> that there's the little hearts at the top. That's like yes. Yeah, I want there to be with Sidani too. Yes, absolutely. Like I just yeah, <laughs> man, shipping is fun. <laughs> I love shipping. Shipping is very fun. I will not stop. Sh I will never stop shipping. Me neither, man. I've been shipping for four years in this fandom. I will never stop. Yeah. You know? the, the weird thing is, is that I. The weird thing is, is that I shipped Sidani not too long ago. I think I shipped them since February. So that's kind of weird because I should have been shipping them ever since Friended came out. But no, I shipped them since February. Oh, well, ships take time, you know? Like, you, you could probably start shipping something the moment you see it. Like, most people do that. Like, with me, the moment I see a character, like, two characters on screen, they do something cute, I'm like, ship! But then sometimes it takes a while before you can ship something. Like, I know some people who ship Stellakin. I, like, I, sh I kind of ship it, but it's more low-key, because I'm not, I'm like, I'm more the fact of, in canon, Stella said she doesn't want a boyfriend. But, you know, you can do whatever you want in fandom. So I'm still, like, slowly... I'm kind of worried about... As much as I love Sidani, I'm kind of worried about how it's going to turn out. Is it going to be official? Is it going to be not? I don't know. I mean, it would be official if it becomes Endgame. You know, they can't just... Possibly. Because they can't just be like, oh, well, Sid and Ronnie and... Like, after the show's over, they're like, oh, Sid and Ronnie and end up together. That would be unsatisfying. <laughs> like, to not, like, see them actually get together on like, the screen. Just let, get, let them have them get together and then just make... And then, like... Yeah, they, they would still treat each other like they did as best friends, so... If they, you know, if they be, if they do become, I guess you could say, girlfriends like Luna and Sam... And I'm only saying if, because 
we don't really have a confirmation for that. Yeah. And I did the same thing with Ronikin, where it's like, I don't want them, I don't want the show to end, and they're like, oh yeah, they're together. I want to see some clear evidence to where I, pre- I mostly predicted we'll see like either in the movie or the series finale, where they're like holding hands in the background. It's like, yep, confirmed. You know, so, but it's like some, some evidence to whatever shit becomes canon. You can't just be like, show's over. Oh, they're canon. Well, but you didn't give it to us you know you just you just kind of did yeah you can't do that in the ending then that would because you have because we need if you if they're official then you're probably gonna have to make episodes about them you're probably gonna have to make more episodes about them yeah you kind of you kind of have to do that like like luna and sam you know luna and sam we've and and win and benny we've seen like luna and sam are girlfriends but they still have they still make an episode about like racing hard, like Alice for Love, Racing Hearts, and Perfect Gig. Those were the episodes that Sam appeared in, and all of them she's been spending her time with Luna. Or even the podcast where she's not even with Luna. She has, Sam exactly. becomes her own character now, outside yeah, of Luna. Yeah, focused up. It's a it's a Sam centered up Sam centered episode, and I'm like, wow. It's like they actually were like, hey, we could actually make Sam a character and not just Luna's girlfriend, you know? I think that's pretty interesting, like, having her interact with another loud sibling, which is the one thing I always complain about with Rodney and I want Rodney to interact with the loud sisters, <laughs> please. That's the one thing I want for season five, is just her to talk to the loud sisters or do something or interact with season them. Season five will be very, season five will be very exciting. Man, I I just and can't wait. Five in season two, season five, the Lotus and season two of the Cosmic Grandes, it'll be, it will be very. They, I'm, I have a feeling they will be very excited. Yeah, because like after they promise with season five that they're like, oh, we always love bringing back the Cosmic Grandes for a visit. It's like you can't just you can't just give this give it to us on a silver plate and not you know like give it to us in such a satisfying way. It's gonna be. It's gonna be really exciting just to see what they do with the Casa Grandes moving forward. Cause like, and don't you forget about me? Ronnie and appears with Carl. I mean, Carlos is the only Casa Grande appears and Sergio. But it's like Ronnie comes back, yeah. hangs out with Lincoln. It's wonderful. It's like I want to see what they're doing. Is pretty much the setting. So yeah, what Ronnie and Lincoln are doing is the setting and. Yeah, it's like, I want to see more of that movie forward with their relationship. It's just, like, them in the background, hanging out, being best friends, doing stuff together. I want, I mean, I want to focus episode on it, but also just, you know, you could just have them hanging out in the background, and it's like, there's all the shit fuel I need, you know? That's all I need, man. <laughs> yeah. That's all I need to just, like, cry and make head cannons and be like, I want more, you know? It's like, hopefully we get that. But, like, with season two of Casa Grande's, we don't know much about it, and, like, you know, I really want to see what else they do with season two, because, like, we don't want to... Po- well, other than the fact that it's coming out this fall, so... Yeah, and, and like, because they have to, like, age up the characters, I hope they, like, premiere season five right us right along the season two Casa Grandes, because if we get season two Casa Grandes and the Casa Grandes aren't aged up, it's like, well... Wait, so are they not gonna follow Loudhouse season five, and then like in season five, like in season two, Casa Grandes, Radian is like. In I mean, nor- yeah, the Casa Grandes is a spinoff. It's not a spin back onto the Loudhouse. But it's but it's also connected to the Loudhouse though. Cause we yeah, have, that's yeah, that is true. Because we have yeah, characters true. like like the Lori appearing, and I think we I think we know for sure. I mean, it's not confirmed, but I think we know that Lori's gonna become a reoccurring character in season two, Casa Grandes. Because of her going to yeah, college. Yeah, because now she'll probably go to college and, you know, get together with Bobby. 
Yeah, so, like, if they do change up the characters for season five, then Lori has to change as well for season two of Casagrande, so they have to do it as well, because, like, you can't just have Roddy and be 11 in the spinoff, then when she goes to the Loud House, she's 12 years old and, like, wearing a different outfit. Yeah, the characters <laughs> are gonna be 12, yeah, yeah. You know, the, all the 11-year-old characters will be, uh, they're gonna, they're all gonna be, they're gonna be, like, 12 years old. Yeah, so it's, like, gonna be a, it's gonna be weird if, like, they're, like, season two of Casagrande's, Rodian is 11, then she goes to the Loud House and she's 12 years old and, like, looks different. It's like, what is happening? <laughs> What's going on? You know, it's, uh, but we just, mm. we don't know anything yet, so it's, like, we probably won't know what the characters are changing outfits or looking different until, like, later on, you know? Are you looking forward to the Christmas special? What, the one in the Casa Grandes? Uh, I think so. What was it? The was it Casa Grandes or the Loud House? There's, um, I know there's a Casa Grande one that's coming out, but I know in season five there's supposed to be a bunch of other holiday episodes. Are you talking about the comic? Because there's supposed to be like a holiday comic with the Casa Houses of Casa Grandes. Oh, oh, that one, that one. That yeah, one, I'm looking forward to, man. I feel, <laughs> like, I feel very sheepish. I feel very sheepish thinking it was gonna be an episode. Oh man, if only, you know. <laughs> but no, if only. no, I am so looking forward to that because, of course, you know, I love when the Loud House of Casa Grandes crossover and li- live with Casa Loud. in her winter outfit. Oh my god, like, she looks so cool. That I love that they gave her a new outfit because we only had that official fan art with her and Lincoln a while back when they gave her kind of a cute little witcher outfit, but this fits more of her character, and I loved Lily LaCosta Loud. It's my favorite comic of all time. Again, bias, because Casa Grande's and Roddy Kins. All good, all good. All good, yeah. But this is like, good, they're going to cross over with the Loud House in like, I guess, maybe they're spending Christmas together or winter or something, and we're going to get all that shipping fuel. I'm I'm so excited. Like, I, I can't wait for that, man. I, that's my most anticipated comic for this year. Like, I don't care about all the others. That one I'm looking forward to the most. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the funny thing, the, uh, one, one thing, one thing, you know, with one thing I want to see is, like, characters like Sid, because she didn't have any eyelashes in the Loud House. But in the Casa Grande, she did. Yeah. So I wonder if so. I wonder if she appears in the Loud House. She's not. She's her eyelashes are gonna be gone. Huh. That would be. That'd be weird. <laughs> they did that again. I'm no. not saying I want that to happen. I'm not saying I want that to happen. You know. Yeah, cause like sometimes like don't you forget about me with Roddy and don't forget her stress marks. But that's a common thing that happens with the animation. So. It's not like it's a bad thing, but I don't think I don't think they'll forget. They'll be like, "Oh yeah, Ro- you know, Sid has eyelashes now." They'll forget that because, like, in the yeah, Sid in the- Adelaide, Sid and Adelaide were old, like one of the few characters from the Castle Grandis who changed from having no eyelashes to having eyelashes. Yeah, because like in the Sidani King comic, she doesn't have eyelashes, so maybe that comic was made when they were making the arc. And they were like, okay, well, Sid doesn't have eyelashes, but now she does. She's so. probably, she was probably doing it for the loud. She was probably, I think this was before Horoscope. Really? You think that? I think, because, you know, how, because, you know, how, like, you know how you were, like, pointed out that, uh, you know, uh, how Sid is, Sid, Sid knows Lincoln with no explanation. I yeah. think she knew him back in that comic. No, because. I'm not right. I'm not right, but I'm. But this is my head cannon. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to correct you there because when in horoscope, Ronnie says, "I'm so glad my two best friends have finally met." 
she said that. So she, they ha- clearly have not met before. No, he said there are finally meet. Oh, oh. Yes. I feel, I feel, wow, never mind. <laughs> I should have. No, it's okay. It's okay, but I had to correct you there because she clearly said that. She so clearly this, so said that. I, so, maybe, so I guess the Sidani comment came after Horoscope. Yeah, that, that's my headcanon. It came out. It came after Horoscope because she was like... But I think it was part of the Loud House instead of the Casa Grandes. But it, but it took place in the city. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but some Loud House episodes take place in the Great Lake City where Lincoln and Lori are meeting Ronnie and Bobby. That's true, but like, you know... That, yeah, it is hard to say because like it was in the city, but it was also in the loud house. So that that could have been the case, but I assume because the Casagrandes are now a thing, you know, within the spinoff. You know, but it's you know. not really. A, and and here's the thing: it's not really a crossover if Ronnie Ann is appearing in the loud house because back then she was a recurring character, like from like seasons, like from like since the first season of the loud house. Yeah, but like she, even though she wasn't like a quote unquote reoccurring character, it's more like she wasn't as important as she is now. Now that she is, a, a, what was that? She was kind of a, she was kind of the, one of the supporting characters. Yeah, but like clearly she wasn't as important as Bobby, which I always complained about was like, Bobby appeared so much and Ronnie Ann got like Give nothing. some love for Ronnie Ann. Yeah, exactly. But now that she's a main character, her coming into the Loud House is much more important to that because, again, like, her relationship with Lincoln is more explored now because she's the main character and they actually care about her than, like, the late earlier seasons, you know? So, even though, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's not really a crossover because she she's in the Loud House. It makes it more important because she's more important, she's the main character, and they're actually caring about her and Lincoln's relationship more than they did before, you know? So it makes it more important to that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. These guys obviously, these guys obviously want Ronnie in to get, you know, Ronnie in and the others, like Ronnie and everybody else to get their, like their, like, like, like their own show, you know, because, you know, and then the Casa Grande's, which came out on October, you know, it made a lot of sense because, you know, Ronnie Ann, Ronnie Ann is so, Ronnie Ann became more popular that they've added, that they've gave her, that they've gave her her own show. It just shows how far she's come as a character, if that she... So I think, so I think they gave her her own show, uh, based on the, based on, you, mostly based on her popularity or... I don't know. Probably because of the people wanted her to do it. Uh, I they well, you know, Miguel pitched the show. Miguel Fuga. Yeah, and he really wanted to happen mainly because he wanted more representation for Hispanics in you know the, in in cartoons. And it's like, well, yeah, well, Ronnie Ann seems to be a very popular character. We understand that. It's like now we're gonna make her own family. It's like we love these guys. We want an an actual show based on them because like. We're setting up relative chaos. Everybody was like, "Yeah, this is definitely set up for a spinoff," and that happened, of course. Yeah, so. I was actually thinking this. Yeah, I actually wanted this show to be a spinoff a long time ago. Ever since, like, Relative Chaos came out, in, like, I think it's like summer, summer of twenty seventeen, and I wanted that, and I wanted the, I wanted it to be a spinoff, and then I, I wanted to see the shows a spin. These characters get their own show. Then two years later, they did. Yeah, so I've been, 
I'd be really happy that the show exists because one, my favorite character, one of my favorite characters in the whole wide world gets so much attention now, and, and she has a great family and an awesome best friend and everything about this show I absolutely love. Again, why I made this whole show in the first place <laughs> that came to the Casa yeah, Grandes and the Loud it House. It was based on your love for the Loud House and Casa Grandes. Actually, the reason why I've been shipping since Donnie is because, you know, it was based on my love for cartoons with female main characters. Oh, really? Yeah. I think that's awesome. Thanks. Yeah, but uh, we've clearly gotten off the rails with this, you know. <laughs> but it's really great having this great discussion with you. Like, it's just, it's awesome to talk to somebody who's a big fan. I had fan. a lot to talk about. I, had, I, wanted to, I wanted to talk about, I wanted to talk with you. Because I, because I really wanted to talk about you, you know. I and not just the episodes, but just stuff in general about the show, like the lot, like like ship, Sidani, Ronnie can, Sidani can, like like any like any other ship we want to talk about. Oh man, I could talk about those all day, <laughs> but clearly we we need to end the show soon because it's going on yeah. for a while. So, um, is there any social media you want to plug on my show for anybody to uh, follow you on any uh, social media? Well, I like I said. Well, like I said in the beginning, I'm on. All right, everybody. I'm on. I'm on Twitter, and Instagram. So I'm on Twitter and Instagram. Twitter at Ronnie and Sid. So, you know, go follow my go follow my account there if you want. If you don't want to, I'm not gonna judge you. I will judge you. you no. Because <laughs> you have to. His, his his their art is just amazing. You need to go and follow their art, please. Uh, yeah, my art, my, my art's good, but it's not something, you know, it's not, it's not the best, but, you know. Oh, come on, you're selling yourself short. Your art is amazing. <laughs> Please, and I think, I like, I appreciate it, thank you, I, uh, I like your art too, it's really great. Oh, thank you, but I can say for a fact, please go follow and get their art. And as for me, if you have any questions about the podcast or want to discuss the podcast with me, you can contact me over at Sunny Clips on Twitter or at the podcast's Twitter, Casa Loud Chats. And again, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really loved having these discussions with you. Yeah, uh, if there's a Sidani, if there's a, if, there, if there's a Sidani episode that's coming out soon, then maybe I'll return, assuming if nobody else wants to come on. Yeah, well, I actually have a whole lineup of guests after you, actually. I had yeah, a yeah, lot yeah, of response, but yeah. Def like I said on my Twitter, I am looking for lots of guests to come on my show because I've been wanting to have more people in the fandom on the show. And that's fine. But again, if anyone's interested in coming on, please do. But I also love having recurring guests, so if there is another Sidani episode, I will invite you back on. Thank you, I, I, because I, you know I love talking about this ship and, and an episode in general. Yeah, so hopefully hope I can get you back on. Because I already have, like, another person who was just on a while back asking me to come back on again. And I'm like, I just had you yeah, it on. Was, it was, I, I think it was, I think it was Ryan who, who, you, I saw you guys talk about the episodes of Fast Feud and Never Friending Story. Yes. Uh, no, not him. It was uh, someone else who asked before. But yeah, I did, I did, I brought back Ryan because I had him on my, one of my first episodes talking about the full show of the Casagrandes, but I wanted him back on because I haven't had him for a while. But though no, I had a I had a I had a recent guest, um, 
Kalorik, uh, he does uh, Loud House reviews on YouTube. He has to come back on again. I'm like, I just had you on. <laughs> you know, I, ha I need more new people to come on. So having you on as one of my very first uh, guests again, it was really exciting. It was, really. I actually like talking with you because now that, because I really, because once again, I wanted to, I wanted to talk to you about this show for a very long time. These shows, like the, not the, not the Castle but also, and I really like talking to you about it. And it was, it was an honor to be here and, you know, I hope you continue to make more in the future. Oh, well, I will be here for a while, <laughs> you know? That was season two of Casa Grande's. I ain't stopping, you know? Once the shows are over, that's when I probably stop. But no, I will continue to have the show. And again, thank you so much for coming on. It was such an honor for yeah. me. Yo, yeah, no, thank you for having me on. I So yeah, like I said, so... uh, make sure you contact me if you have any questions about the podcast. And we'll see you all next time on Casa Loud Chats.